You're listening to Talking Taiwan with your host, Felicia Lin. On August 6th, we stopped by the Taiwan Fest at Culture Lab in New York City's Long Island City. And what a treat it was. You may remember that back in April, we stopped by the first Taiwan Fest of the year, which got rained out, and talk about night and day. This time, we were happy to see that there were long lines and many of the food vendors got sold out early. There were also vendors selling all sorts of things from trinkets to t-shirts. To learn more about the different vendors at Taiwan Fest, just visit their website at taiwanfest.nyc. We've been to several of the Taiwan Fests throughout New York City this summer, but what made the one on the 6th really special was the live music. And since it ran from 3 to 9 p.m., it really took on a night market-like atmosphere by the end of the night. I spoke to a few of the community organizations that were there, like the Hakka Association of New York. Hi everyone, I'm Isabel, and I'm the head of marketing and PR in Hakka Association of New York. Can you tell everybody a little bit about what the Hakka Association does? And you guys have a st booth here today too, right? So today, uh, Hakka Association is teaching people to do leicha, which is a traditional Hakka tea. Like for example, I told people like, oh, Japanese they have matcha. And Hakka people, they have leicha. So it's a traditional tea that made by yourself. So we made it by tea leaf, nuts, um, like any ingredients like pumpkin seeds, sesame. And you just grab whatever you like and grind it. And grind it to make it like look like matcha. And add the tea, add the hot hot water, and make it like a tea, and you just drink it. But today, since today is a summer, a hot day, so we do uh, innovation style is like we add it with the ice cream. So make it like a topping of the ice cream, and everyone likes it. Yeah, so I think it's very good innovation because I feel like Hakka is more like a traditional. Um, culture, subculture that is from Southeast Asia and not everyone knows it. That's why we are here to promote it and it's a it's actually a free event from us because we want to let everyone knows what is Hakka, what is Leicha and let them experience like how to make their own tea and make like a topping for the ice cream. Yes, it's, it is so so fun. Oh, that's really fun because I actually tried it. You actually sit there and you actually crush it in the bowl and all that. But I never tried it with the ice cream. And you guys are almost sold out, right? Yeah, we sold it out. Like we plan to like sell it till 9 p.m. But now it's like before seven, we already run out of everything. So it's very popular. Hakka is one of the ethnic groups in Taiwan with their own distinct language, culture, and food. If you want to learn more, I'd recommend that you check out the Hakka Association of New York's Instagram account. There they share many aspects of Hakka culture, including Hakka phrases and recipes for Hakka food. We have a social media called uh, Hakka.ngo. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook. It is H-A-K-K-A.ngo. And we on, on the Hakka.ngo, we promote Hakka food, Hakka singers, how to make leisha by yourself, or even 
just like、um, know about what is Hakka, what is Hakka spirit. So this is something that we want to promote online, not just like oh, what every every events once a month, but we want to make it on social and let everyone knows what is Hakka. Pasca, the Formosan Association of Student Cultural Ambassadors, was at Taiwan Fest. They were running a ring toss game. My name is Yaling Wen.、Uh, I'm the first car counselor、uh, for New York branch. It's sponsored by the OCAC and also very、uh, well connection with Takeo. What does the organization do? Like, what do you do with the students? What are some kind of activities and events that you do? All right. So we are teaching the second generation,、uh, the those young generation、uh, grow up in USA, in United States. But probably they never attend. They never go to Taiwan before. So we teach them something about the culture,、uh, our traditional culture, and also we do the service event. Like today, we ser- we do the service event for the event host of Taiwan Fest. And what ages are the students that are involved with your organization? Ah,、uh, they are from age、uh, of fourteen to eight nine eighteen.、Uh, Before they went to, before they go to college, usually parents come here together to stay with us because they want the students to learn what they cannot learn in the school. Some of the cultural things that students can learn through FASCA include lion dancing, Chinese calligraphy, and how to make mooncakes for the Mid-Autumn Moon Festival. And now it's time for a short break. Talking Taiwan is a listener-supported podcast, and we're so happy to share the news that we've reached our goal to raise five thousand dollars for our matching donation campaign. We'll be having another matching donation campaign offered by Ming Chang. So any donations that you make right now will continue to be doubled. You can make a donation at talkingtaiwan.com/support. If you'd like to help us raise funds by being a matching donor, just email us at talkingtaiwanpodcast@gmail.com or support us directly at talkingtaiwan.com/support. Right now, your donation will be doubled during this $2,000 matching campaign. All of our donors will get exclusive first listening access to my interviews with Kevin Lin, one of the co-founders of Twitch and current co-founder and CEO of Meta Theory. The Boba Guys co-founders Andrew Chow and Bin Chen, Chin Chi Yang, a multidisciplinary artist who has been inducted into the New York Foundation for the Arts Hall of Fame, and Michelle Ho, an attorney, activist, and author of Reading with Patrick, which is a runner-up for the Dayton Literary Peace Prize and the Goddard Riverside Stephen Russo Book Prize for Social Justice. At the end of the night, I caught up with Taiwan Fest organizer Bo Cheng, who talked about the purpose behind Taiwan Fest. What an extravaganza! We've got like all the music, you know, got the jazz. We had like a full day, long, long lines. I stood in line, and I'm here with Bo Cheng. Hi, Felicia. Thank you for coming today. Yeah. So, can you tell everybody like what is this Taiwan Fest about? And it's like. Grown and we just had to come back because that last episode we were rained out and yes, it's、yes. really amazing how you've turned it around. The purpose of this event is to bring more Taiwanese elements to New York City. So we are here to、um, to to encourage more、uh, younger generation Taiwanese American into. Into doing something about Taiwan. It's either you know it could be craft, right? It could be food. It could be anything that's related to Taiwan. And we advertise that to the general public here in New York City. Yeah. So it's、uh, to to encourage more people. And if 
especially when they want to start up a little business. And this is a platform that we can provide and let more people to think about, hey, if they want to really want to start something outside of their 9 to 5 job, they could come here and uh, start a business with us. And you had a lot of uh, music performance here today. Can you tell me about who was some of the people that were on stage? Yes. Um, so uh, at the start, we had uh, Stephanie Zhou. She's a saxophone uh, play, uh, musician. And uh, we also had um, singers, uh, Aboriginal singers. It happens to be in New York. And he's also one of the vendors. Um, and we also had a Jillie And she actually was on the Grammy stage, you know, not as a performer, but as something else. And we also invited the student winners uh, of the FTSNY uh, singing competition. And finally, we have uh, the AAPI uh, Jazz Collective, uh, which is started by our very own Taiwanese-American, Peter Lin. Um, so not just a, start, a platform for everyone, you know, starting a business, but also a platform we, when we get a chance uh, for musicians, because we know musicians definitely not one of the very desired uh, career to pursue for Taiwanese American <laughs> parents or kids alike but if there is a such chance that we can let them have the stage I think this is something that we should do and to encourage more uh, younger generation into a um, into a career that they actually like right not their parents expect them to be um, so what was the band there's a band that they sang a firework song right who was that the, they sang a fire X song. Oh, the, the fire one, X, yeah. The sunflower movement? Right, right. So that's obviously, you know, related to the sunflower movement. And uh, one of the student singers uh, sang the song, so which was wonderful. Yeah, and actually other other performers, including a hedgehog, uh, they're actually by some uh, little slightly older <laughs> students are, that they start to, uh, they choose to stay in the United States. And they actually sang some of the songs that also uh, supported the uh, the movement in Hong Kong. Yeah, so I think this is definitely something that we should be, you know, to, to advocate for our positions to let more people know uh, the democracy and freedom that we are here to to advocate for, for those for Taiwan and people everywhere. I mean, this is, this is kind of unique because you don't always have music. So do you think you're going to be doing more Taiwan Fest like this? Well, if we have the space for the stage, and today is actually a very unique uh, location because the uh, stage is right, ready, and they have uh, a technician and everybody. Um, but you know, if there's also always a chance, uh, something that I'll definitely pursue. Yeah. So maybe we'll come back here again to this no, location. If, if people like, you know, we get uh, favorable feedback. I definitely will want to be back here again. Definitely, really feeling more like a like a Taiwan night market this time because it's dark now and we've got this space. It's much more like it is in Taiwan. The next Taiwan Fest is going to be a bubble tea festival in Times Square on August 26th at Broadway and 50th Street. That's one you definitely won't want to miss. To learn more about the organizations mentioned in this episode, visit our website talkingtaiwan.com. And now we leave you with some more music from Peter Lin's AAPI Jazz Collective so that you can imagine the cool jazz vibe that the night ended on. All right, we're going to continue now with uh, this classic Taiwanese tune. Um, this is a very uh, old one. You probably hear it all the time. If you ever took a plane to Taiwan and you just landed, this is usually what plays on the intercom while you're waiting in that, uh, in that plane for like another 30 minutes. <laughs> Um, so if it doesn't annoy you already, here's a here's an arrangement of ours of longing for the spring breeze, longing for the spring breeze. Okay. 
Thank you. Long for the spring breeze. I can have the vision. Now it's time for you to show us some love. We just found out that you can rate us on Spotify. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Audible, leave us a review there. It helps others to discover Talking Taiwan. To learn more about any of the items mentioned in this episode, visit our website, TalkingTaiwan.com. There we'll list any related links. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Taiwan. I'm your host, Felicia Lin. Talking Taiwan is brought to you by Forumosa.com.